1: It's always nice to catch up with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management for our Money Monday segment. And I hope that you will join us on Fridays at 7 p.m. for the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show. And that replays at noon on Saturday. Josh's firm, Aptus Wealth Management, is located in Lewis Center, just off Route 750. And you can set up a free consultation with Josh and the Aptus team. 614 917 1040. You can set up your appointment or you can make your appointment online at AptusWealth, aptuswealth.com. The headlines today, Josh, have more layoffs coming in the tech sector. Google, 12,000 layoffs. Facebook's cut 13%. Microsoft, 5 Amazon's cut 8,000 in one fell swoop and 10,000 in another. What do these layoffs in the tech sector tell you about the tech sector?
2: Well, I think we get interpreted a bunch of different ways, and I'm sure the headlines will read to this effect. You know, on one hand, they'll say, "Well, it's right-sizing, and we're getting back to the point where we're going to start to have explosive growth again." And then in other headlines, you're going to hear, "Well, this really tells the tale that things were overinflated, and now we're heading down the you know the spiral of doom." Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of which one's correct, I think it, it definitely points to the fact that. Uh, maybe things got a little over exuberant since COVID. Uh, maybe the fact that we had PPP loans and we had you know people using these technological platforms that uh, really heightened rates because they couldn't go anywhere from their house. Maybe maybe that really overinflated things to the point where we had you know uh, price to earnings ratios getting out of whack and money was basically free and we could fund these programs. And now the costs of all of those things have gone up and usership has gone down and they're feeling the pinch.
1: Yeah, it could be one or the other. I mean, it's not always bad when a company cuts workers, but I think because everybody's concerned about a recession and the volatility out there, they're keeping an eye on every single number. And to what extent do you think these numbers are reflective of where we're headed? Uh, Is it more likely people are reading too much into every number that they see and what that number might mean long term?
2: Well, I think there's a lot of fear uh, in the market, and I can at least speak for the meetings that I'm having with clients. There's, There's still a lot of trepidation and And angst about what does the future hold? You know, we had a a, a really, um, you know, almost a rocket like run up in the market. And as people are getting closer and closer to retirement, where they actually need the money, they're getting very, very concerned is, can this this last? Can it handle uh, all of this volatility? But, you know, historically speaking, uh, a rising interest rate environment is historically always very difficult on the technology sector. And that's large in part because technology is, um, you know, when you think about these companies that have a tremendous amount of costs, but very low return in the beginning, um, think Facebook, you know, they were trading at, you know, crazy multiples when they first came out. And they weren't even making money. Of mm-hmm. course, now they are. But it takes time and it takes leverage. It takes borrowing to get to that level. And when borrowing costs go up, it is historically detrimental to the technology sector. So it's very possible this is just a, uh, a feeling of that impact.
1: Josh, pick our guest. Money Monday is the segment. We do it every Monday at 1230 p.m. His firm, Aptus Wealth Management, is located in Lewis Center, just off Route 750, a bit north of the twenty three two seventy Interchange. You should be a subscriber to Josh's YouTube channel. You can do that by going to com. Click on the YouTube logo, subscribe, get that content in small doses so that you can pause it, rewind it, share it. And while you're there, you can also set up for your free consultation to do a check on your plan for retirement hope you have one if you don't josh and his team would be more than happy to discuss that with you you can also set up your appointment by calling 614-917-1040 so the fed has been raising rates at record levels uh, i think 0.7 or 0.75 percent uh hike uh four straight times which i don't think it had ever happened twice now we hear that the next rate hike might not be as big as people thought. Everybody was expecting a half a percent. Now they think it might be point two five percent. What do you make of the uh, prognostication on what is coming next from the Fed?
2: I think uh, a quarter of a percent is probably realistic. Um, the Fed has kind of uh, almost given inclination that that's what they intend to do. Um, but the Fed's tasked with a very difficult job right now to bring us in quote unquote for a soft landing on the exorbitant inflation that we had and. You know they were pretty bold in their three quarters of a point raises back to back to back of you know four times. Um, and I think you know the risk there is that they overshoot the runway a little bit and they raise rates too much, and it has a catastrophic effect effect on the economy because while rates do not determine how a company does, uh, in other words, if the Fed raises interest rates, it doesn't automatically mean the technology sector is going to go down in a, in a fiery crash. But what it does mean, Is it puts a headwind against those companies. And what the Fed does not want to do is make that headwind so strong that companies simply can't even fight it. So they're trying to kind of edge us back to where they want us to go, but not at the cost of the overall economy. Now, I know when I have these conversations with people and I say it might, it might, it might, they go, come on, quit talking out of both sides of your mouth. Just tell me what I should be doing. Here's what you should be doing. What you should be doing is taking a very close look at how you're invested, the methodology, and what you're using understanding the risks associated with the decisions that you make and making sure that your diversification mix makes sense for what you're trying to achieve. Now, that's fancy speak for ultimately this. Make sure you don't have too much money in things that could catastrophically go down if you're getting closer and closer to retirement and make sure that you have the education and understanding on the decisions that you're making and you're not basing your decisions on fear or emotions, but rather on uh, things that actually matter and make sense And if you don't know how to do that, that's when you should start asking uh, for help, which is, you know, why
1: we're here. Yeah, no doubt about it. And easy to set that consultation up with Josh and the team. 614-917-1040 is the number at Aptus. Their web address is aptiswealth, A-P-T-U-S, com. The last inflation number we got was uh, 6% plus. The president lauded that, pointing out, of course, that as any president would, that it was down from over 9%. Yet 6% is still three times what the preferred rate is, and I see gas prices are going up. There's this uh, disagreement in Washington about raising the debt ceiling. If the debt ceiling goes up and interest rates are up, then the government's going to borrow more, spend more, pay higher taxes on it. Uh, I guess my question is, is is it unprecedented for inflation to be declining, and then in a month, two months, is it impossible that it might – Increase again, and that would really send the markets, I think, into a tizzy. Because, as you've said many times, markets do not like volatility.
2: Yeah, it's not impossible at all. As a matter of fact, it's very easy to find a time period when that happened. If you look back to the seventies, you know, we we raised interest rates, and we did nothing to see here. We're all we're all good, and then inflation started going back up through the roof, which ended up sparking the Volcker Fed years, where you know prime rate, and I'm sure you can remember mortgages back in the day going all the way up over twenty. So it's, it's not unprecedented, and it's not unheard of, and I'm sure that that's what the tri- the Fed's trying to thwart, is we got to continue to potentially tick up these interest rates more than we might even think we need to, because we don't want to have this whipsaw effect where we thought we did good, we maybe even drop rates, and it causes even a larger problem, and, and they're trying to accomplish that while at the same time, the government is considering raising the debt ceiling, which in turn creates more and more debt, which injects let's call it funny money back into the economy and theoretically could cause some more inflationary pressures. So, you know, their work is cut out for them. There's no doubt about it. And the next uh, year is going to be quite a quite a teeter totter.
1: Yeah, it certainly appears that way. And for people who are retiring, let's say they had targeted 2023 as their year to retire. And we are in the first few months of the year The whatever you do, It has to be done by the end of the year, December 31st. Too late to do that. But I assume there are some things that you can do or still uh, have the uh, ability to do in advance of April 15th to have it count in the 2022 tax year. Is there anything specific to people who plan to retire in 2023 or anything just with that April 15th deadline coming up that people need to be aware that they need to get it done or at least should consider the possibility of doing it?
2: yeah, there's a few things that you can do. Uh, the biggest and easiest to understand uh, one that you can do is assuming that you can qualify. Um, you have the ability to contribute to a Roth IRA or traditional IRA after the year is over, which is a very unique situation for uh, your tax uh, planning because it's one of the few that you one of the few things that you can do, where you kind of bet on the horse race after it's over. You look and see, well, as I'm doing my taxes, where did I land? How much do I owe? What tax bracket did I fall in? And then you can go back and say, can I make an impact on that bottom line? Maybe I owe $1,000, but if I contribute a few thousand bucks to my traditional IRA, I can wipe out that uh, tax liability, and I'd rather put the $1,000 in my pocket than put it in the government's pocket so there are some things you can do there uh, but you only have until april 15th he clearly already missed the window for the december 31st uh options so at least investigate the, the the latter
1: always great to have you on josh appreciate it we'll see you friday for the at retirement blueprint radio show you as well thanks bruce